Hello, good morning, good night, good evening. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but hi, how are you? I just realized I don't think I ever introduced myself or my like what you're listening to, um, which I guess is like what a professional fucking podcast is supposed to do so i apologize for not doing that because you know i'm still learning but yeah this is crime castle my name is sarai castillo and thanks for listening this episode's gonna be a little bit different than my other ones because i i thought it'd be kind of fun to do something well i wanted to do something a little bit fun and um yeah so i decided to do um basically like a compilation list of dumb criminals and just some like dumb crimes that they've committed so i'm gonna be perfectly honest i used like like three different websites i copied and pasted so i'm just gonna read those off um and um like always my i always link my sources in my um in my show notes so if you want to go take a look at um the websites you're more than welcome they're like you know these like trashy i'm i don't i'm sorry i don't i'm not trying to talk crap on him but like some of them were kind of like crappy websites one of them was bbc though which is not a crappy website but anyway yeah so uh if you're ready here we go i'm gonna do um a list of just dumb uh criminals all right coming in at number one donald chip poo puh I don't know what his name is, texted police a photo of himself and wrote, quote, here is a better photo. That one is terrible. He told a local radio station, quote, man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. Lima Police Department responded by saying, quote, we thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he could come to speak to us. Um, he was later arrested in Florida. <laughs> So this one, not that dumb. He didn't really do anything, but it's just kind of funny because I don't know if you ever thought about it, but it's like sometimes, uh, you know, you go out and you're looking a little crazy or some pictures are not that great. And I guess they put out a picture of him out in the public and he was like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like that one. And he's like, here, here's a better photo. I feel like I feel like that's something I would want to do, although I don't think I would, but I think most of us would be like, "Uh, please remove that one, replace it with this better picture of me. All right, number two, a criminal on the run took the ill-advised approach of taunting Gwent police when they posted a Facebook appeal to trace him last Friday. Logan James, then 19 and from Kaferly, was wanted for breaching his prison release terms after serving a sentence for wounding a a fray, common assault, and being in possession of a knife. Uh, This is what he says, in quotes. Ha ha, catch me if you can, won't see me slipping. Sick. James taunted, later telling a new agency. Quote, I have been walking around near home, so they're not trying too hard to catch me. He was caught later that day. (laughs) Police thanked him for drawing attention to our efforts to return him to prison. So don't be stupid. If you're if you're on the run, don't don't taunt the police on Facebook. Get off of Facebook. All right, number three, a hapless holdup of a news agent in Abingdon, Oxfordshire, Oxfordshire, Fordshire, was captured on CCTV in 2012. During his attempted heist, James Allen removed his uh, balca- balclava 
fell over a drinks display and then could not open the door to escape because he was pushing it instead of pulling <laughs> the lady had to just hold up the lady he had just held up with a toy gun had to come and open it for him not only that but he had also tried to rob the same shop 10 days earlier Allen, then 29 and of no fixed address was sentenced to three years in prison for the offense shown in the video and two years for possession of a firearm or imitation firearm to run concurrently so that is <laughs> this is so stupid so it's just so stupid because i've done it so many times and it's so embarrassing when you're instead of pushing you pull instead of pulling you're pushing and you're just there and you're like why is this door not working and for some reason <laughs> it takes you a while to figure it out and this guy <laughs> this guy is trying to rob you know trying to rob um rob them and the poor lady she's the one that goes over there and, and helps him and, and it's funny because um i mean how long was he there struggling to open the door <laughs> if i sound a little sick i do apologize I'm, i am a little bit sick okay which is also like another reason why i kind of wanted to just keep it light but yeah all right so number four the aptly named christopher badman from Bridgent in South Wales, used a carrier bag on his head as a disguise when he burglared a hotel in nearby Porthcall during his annual Elvis Presley convention. Unfortunately for him, he was captured on CCTV, taking the bag off his head and looking towards the camera. He had gone to some trouble to disguise his identity, but once, once of the bag that's typed incorrectly, once the bag was off, uh, it of course. His cover was blown, said police, who then traced him. Badman admitted burglary and was ordered to pay 900 uh, euros, no, pounds, to pay 900 pounds cost and a 100 pound surcharge. So, yeah, this one's just stupid. I mean, this guy clearly must have been on drugs or something. How are you going to disguise yourself? You're going to disguise yourself and then take the bag off and then look right at the camera when you do so. Don't even, at that point, why are you even trying to disguise yourself? And then to top it off, I don't know. Ugh, these people. All right. And you know what? It's funny because I'm not trying to tell you guys how to, how to burglarize anything. But, I mean, if you're going to go disguise, go disguise the whole time. Don't take it off. Don't look at the camera either. Come on. Number five, an aspiring bank robber who wore a terrible disguise of sunglasses and socks over his shoes gave the cashier his full name and address half an hour before he attempted to hold the branch up. Dean Smith, then 27, went into his local branch of Barclays in the Welsh village of Traorchi. Traorchi. That's making me have some kind of weird accent. To change his address and spotted the cash in the tills. He returned in his disguise and demanded the money, but fled empty-handed when the cashier refused. Police had little difficulty tracking him down. He had he admitted he had been very stupid and was jailed for two and a half years <laughs> for attempted robbery and carrying a bladed weapon in 2014. This Casanova over here <laughs> tried to pick up on the on the poor girl doing her job and then comes back and tries to to rob the place. That's and then you know what's so funny? Why why would you? I mean, it's not even. This was in two thousand and what did it say? Two thousand fourteen was it? 
Why is he giving her his full name and address? Why didn't he give her at least just his name and, and phone number? Why did he give her an address? That's just weird. That's very strange. This guy is dumb. Okay, next. Six. A suspected car thief in Pretoria, South Africa, was foiled when the auto lock system of the car he allegedly broke into trapped him inside. <laughs> so, according to the Star newspaper, the man was stuck for half an hour. No, for an hour and a half, shouting for help while amused passers-by pointed and laughed. The newspaper reports that when the owner of the car returned, she yelled, What are you doing in my car? before unlocking it, at which point officers from Pretoria Central Police Station promptly arrested him. How stupid can you be to get locked in the car that you're trying to, to steal from? That's stupid. Number seven, not the first to be caught out by a selfie and probably not the last. Ashley Keist used a stolen SIM card to snap a self-portrait inside a house he was burgling. The Rotherham man then posted the picture on the WhatsApp Messenger application, but also unknowingly sent the picture to the victim's work colleagues. Officers found him at his home. With a stolen Rolex watch worth £4,000 hidden behind a radiator. Keist, then 25, was jailed for two years and eight, and eight months in 2014 after he admitted burglary. So I've seen this one time and time and again. These people have to take a selfie in the middle of a crime. I find that so odd. I mean, I get it. You know, selfies, especially in, what did it say, 2014? Yeah, everybody was doing selfies all the time and everything. But, like, why are you going to take a selfie in the middle of, 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 of a crime? That's, like, that's just bizarre. I mean, that's taking, like, um, what's it called? Like, uh, what is that called? Like, when you're so self-centered, you know it's like like you're you're not in reality you know you're you're trying to commit a crime you got to get in you got to get out what are you taking a selfie for and why are you, what are you doing like telling your friends hey look at me i'm super cool i'm i'm stealing some stuff like i don't know that's just bizarre don't take a selfie when you're trying to commit a crime okay so this is the this <laughs> this is the stupidest one and i don't even understand it's a little long, but it's like you gotta listen to this. Okay, an 18-year-old Stutler man tried to eat his underwear in the hope that the cotton fabric would absorb alcohol before he took a breathalyzer test. Provincial Court Heart this week. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. David Zerflu was subsequently acquitted of a charge and impaired driving of impaired driving because he blew 0.08 the legal limit but the testimony broke up people in judge david mcnaughton's provincial court there thursday afternoon mr zerflo was colored by uh, rcmp what is that the royal canadian mountain police so, yeah uh, uh constable bill robinson after he ran from his vehicle which had been seen weaving down the hot highway while sitting in the back of the patrol car mr zerflo Zerfla tried to eat his shorts. <laughs> Constable Robinson told the court, Mr. Zerfla said he ripped the crotch out of his shorts, stuffed the fabric in his mouth, and then spit it out. A class of law students from William E. Hay Composite High in court as observers was removed by the teacher when testimony enlivened the proceedings. The grade 11 and 12 students had difficulty maintaining composure. Quote, people were leaving the courtroom with tears in their eyes trying not to laugh, said RCMP Constable Peter McFarlane. Look, 
look like Ron's. Oh, I put it here. I'm so stupid. Um, this this one came with a picture, and I put here the guy looked like Ron Swanson, literally. But okay, I'm sorry. This mm. when I read this, I was laughing at first. Like what? 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 Like what? And then I was, there's so many things going through my head, right? First, eating underwear. That is not hygienic. That is gross. That's your ass has been in there all, I don't know how long. (laughs) However, um, it seems like it kind of worked a little bit, maybe. Because he did blow a .08, which was the limit. So he was acquitted. So did it work? Kind of. Was it stupid? Yeah. And I, first of all, I never drink a drive, period. But, like, I mean, it's just the funniest thing is, like, why, why would he, why would you eat your underwear? Like, out of all the things that, like, what, like, what kind of shirt were you wearing? Like, a leather shirt? Like, why couldn't you at least wear, <laughs> why your, your, why, why your underwear? That's so gross. It's, I don't, it's. Oh my goodness, I don't even know. No, I so many so many questions. So many questions and I would love to know like what his plan was. Was he going to just swallow the whole thing? I mean, and then what? He was going to have to go to the hospital. Uh, I don't know, man. It's almost like when you drink, you're not thinking straight, right? All right, number 9. The Scottish shoplifter Aaron Morrison was picked up after pinching a bottle of vodka from a liquor store. It didn't take Sherlock Holmes to find Morrison, though. His name and phone number were left with the clerk. Ah, uh, there's the other one. This is Mr. Casanova. His name. So after as after asking her out on a date, these 19 series court cases. Uh, this is something else. That was a link to something else. Okay. So anyway, so this this guy did the same thing. What he's trying he's and the same time he's trying to uh, steal a bottle of vodka. He's asking out the. The poor clerk. Leave them alone, you guys. If you're going to commit a crime, leave the ladies alone. Number 10. For a trio of drug thieves, it was their lucky day. They broke into a home in Silver Springs, Florida, and discovered three jars of cocaine. They took it home and snorted the contents. That's when they discovered that the jars were, in fact, urns, and that they were snorting the cremains of the victim's husband and two dogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. That's, uh, I'm so, that's so sad and it's so funny at the same time. First, they're fucking idiots. Isn't aren't urns usually like pretty clearly urns? Why would they? And then they're not white, right? The ashes aren't. They're a little grayish. Why would they think that that was cocaine? <laughs> oh, and then the poor husband and the two dogs. They don't. They don't deserve that. Ugh, that's pretty funny though. Okay, as number 11, as two men waited in line at the coffee shop to pay their bill, a third cut in front of them. He threw a drink at the clerk and demanded all the money from the till. Temporarily surprised, the men quickly recovered and handcuffed the the clerk, the crook. Apparently, in his rush, the criminal didn't notice they were police officers in full uniform. So first, if you're going to try to steal don't steal in front of the fucking literally in front of the police to pay attention like situational awareness pay attention to where you're at 
there's like officers in full uniform. How'd you miss that? It should have been the first thing your eyes saw. You, sir, are a bad criminal. Number 12. Recently, a woman in Fresno, California was stopped at a DUI checkpoint for being uh, sauced. Ever helpful, she offered up this info. Quote, my husband's right behind me and he's even drunker than I am. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, don't throw your husband under the bus. What the hell? When you get married, you're supposed to have each other's back. And this lady's over here saying, oh, yeah, you think I'm drunk? Look at this guy over here. <laughs> what was her plan with that? Oh, my goodness. All right. Number 13. Graham Price of South Wales ripped off the bank where he worked, but he wasn't completely du- duplicious. He left a note in the safe. In the safe. This is what he wrote. Borrowed seven million pounds. Signed, Graham Price. <laughs> I kind of love this one because, hey, he's kind of an honest guy. He's saying, I'm not stealing it. I'm borrowing it. And he's letting them know it's me. I did it. So, you know, he had all the intentions of paying him back. I don't see I don't see what he did wrong here. I don't see what's so stupid about that one. Number 14. A good Samaritan noticed an elderly man being robbed, so he jumped in and punched the thief. The thief was so upset, he called the police to complain. Wow, the audacity. That's a Karen right there. Uh, a Marin, a man Karen. I don't know what you call a Karen. The equivalent the man equivalent of a Karen, but he's so upset. Like, how dare this man punch me when I'm in the middle of robbing an elderly person? <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, the audacity. This guy was so upset, he fucking, he, he ratted himself out. <sighs> okay, number 15. When Stephen Crane broke into the Ravelli Republican newsroom in Montana, I guess, he used the computers to watch porn and check, check Facebook. Again, Facebook, don't do that. And if you're in the middle of doing something wrong, leave Facebook alone. Then Crane doused the office with a fire extinguisher, took some candy, and left. It wasn't difficult to find him, however. The police just followed the trail of stolen M&Ms that led to his sister's place across the way. Mm, I don't like what is this like Bugs Bunny the Bugs Bunny show like how do you leave a trail of M&Ms all the way to how do you leave that many how and how messy of an eater are you to leave a trail of food of M&Ms where somebody can literally track you down like how are you eating are you just like throwing them at your face and just catching the ones that you can like i don't get it i don't get it how how maybe one or two that fell okay but how do you leave a fucking trail i'd love to know number 16 when police in vancouver canada asked to search jason pouche's apartment for drugs he was not a suspect in fact, they were looking for someone else. That all changed when they got a look at his name, at how his name was listed on his cell phone. So on his cell phone, this man, he had himself as Jason Pouchy, drug dealer. I mean, how, why, why would you even have your own name in your phone? I don't, this one, I'm confused. And then two, I mean, are you, like, getting high on your own supply? Don't you know that you're the drug dealer? Like, don't you know what your profession is? Like, I don't, what the fuck? Why do you need to, 
specify that you're the drug dealer. That's stupid. Number 17, Aiden Juarez Ramirez had it all figured out. He could be a cop without having to take the boring test. But he was arrested in Grapevine, Texas after pulling over a driver in his pickup truck outfitted with flashing lights. He even had an ID badge, which he'd made by blacking out a restaurant gift card and etching the word police. However, he'd kept the restaurant's logo, a jalapeno pepper surrounded by the words Chipotle Mexican Grill. <laughs> like, he used a Chipotle's gift card to make a fake police ID badge. <sighs> it's, it's, it's so stupid. But, but to be honest, it kind of freaks me out, and I'll tell you why. If you've ever watched, um, you know, Forensic Files or any, any of those, like, true crime shows the 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 real like the real ones you know the non-fiction not like i mean like not like a sitcom or not what the fuck is it called not like a series or whatever an acted out one like one that's like forensic files or whatever cold case files whatever so you have you have these these um murders that happen and sometimes and some of them they're mysteries right and they're like well why you know what happened how did how did you know whoever like i don't know let's just say like sarah sarah she didn't trust people she wouldn't she wouldn't have gone off like you know she was walking home from school and then she disappeared nobody saw her but you know she wouldn't trust anybody or whatever and then you hear all the time like how many people or like usually it's men and pretend to be police officers and either they'll say you're under arrest come here they'll say they'll pull them over like as if it's a traffic stop they'll offer them a ride they'll tell them hey you know your your parents called me you know there's something going on i need to take you there's like all these ruses that these people take that they use um when they're pretending to be a police officer so this this man you know i guess he just had a a, a dream of being a, a a cop but he really you mean he could have done so many things you know pretending to i mean obviously this guy's an idiot to have his little badge like that but it's just scary how you know that because you trust them you trust the police um and these people they take advantage of that and that's it's that's always something that i've I've thought about and i've always thought like if it's, it's dark and i'm getting pulled over or something like what do you do you know um it's scary Anyway, number 18, a Target store in Augusta, Georgia, agreed to take back a printer from a dissatisfied customer. Then the clerk noticed some work the customer forgot to remove from the machine. Counterfeit bills, you idiot. If you're going to return it, take that shit out. <laughs> also, pretty sure you're not going to make real good. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to make counterfeit bills, but. This just seems stupid. I guess it didn't work for what he was trying to do. <sighs> Number 19. Two machete-wielding men barged into a Sydney, Australia bar demanding money. They didn't know the club was hosting a bikers meeting at the time. One of the robbers ended up in the hospital. The other hogtied with electrical wire. So, yeah. Again, if you're going to fucking rob a place, look around and pay attention before you do anything. Don't just go in there fucking, like, like your pants are on fire look and take a look at what's going on like uh, you know now now look at what happened to you all right number 20 joseph goats goats alleged attempt to rob a york pennsylvania bank met with some 
snags. Cops say the first teller he tried to rob fainted, and the next two had no more cash in their drawers. Fed up, Goetz, Goetz stormed out, threatening to write an angry letter to the bank. Again, another entitled man over here. What are you guys so angry about? They're angry that they're not able to commit the crimes that they're trying to commit. I mean, how, how much entitlement and how much audacity do you have that you're so angry that you're literally going to go out of your way to complain because you weren't able to do the crime that you wanted to do? Come on. That's just, uh, that just makes me mad. That's not even funny. Number 21. A German bank robber sent mocking emails, mocking emails to local police, ridiculing their efforts to arrest him. First, he let them know they had let them know they had his age, build, and accent wrong. Then he corrected their announcement that he'd escaped on foot. No, he had a getaway car. The cops got the last word in, though, when they arrested the guy a few hours later, they used his email to trace him. Again, why are you taunting the police? If you're on the run, what are you gaining? What are you gaining by taunting them and letting them know, ha-ha, I'm smarter than you? Like, like, you're not, dude. You're not smarter than them. Look how easy that reminds me of who was it fucking dennis raider you know sending in the floppy disk and asking the police hey uh can you trace this floppy disk like what and then they're no of course we can't trace it like come on you guys think for a moment number 22 a woman in somerset massachusetts was arrested for breaking and entering but she was quickly caught thanks to her ankle bracelet the one fitted with the gps system that she had gotten from the police for being on probation from an earlier breaking and entering case. This one's another one. Like, lady, come on. What are you doing? You got an ankle bracelet on. You're, 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 the whole, everything's being tracked. She must have been super bored or something. She must have had something going on. Number 23. Don't you hate it when you suffer a heart attack and think you're going to die, so you confess to a 17-year-old murder only to find out you're not going to die and then get sentenced to life in prison as a result? Yeah, so does James Washington of Nashville, because it happened to him. It's so funny. I was talking today to Nelson about, um, I was watching this, uh, uh, what is it called? This, like, documentary on Netflix. Like, it's a limited series. It was called... Oh man, what was it called? Hold on, let me let me let me find it. Hold on. It was called Sophie, a murder in West Cork, or how they say they say Cork, Cork. I can't do the accent. Um, yeah. So I was watching that, and um, I don't want to get too much into it, but you know, it's kind of like there was this murder, and then they have this suspect that they think that it's like it's a person of interest or whatever they think this guy might have done it and um at the end he's he, you could see he's kind of like getting older and i was telling nelson like uh because kind of it ends kind of like did he do it or did he not do it we're not sure um so i'm like telling him i wish that when people are dying that they would confess to those crimes you know the, there's so many unsolved murders i wish they would you know before right before they die and they say hey you know this is this was me just because first to know what happened and second of all you're i mean you're about to die so what do you care but i guess this is a reason not to do that because this this guy (laughs) this guy had a heart attack and then lived so yeah now he gets to spend the rest of his life his life in prison which he should anyway but you know it's crazy turn of events so this is just two like 
funny small little things. There was a man attempted to rob, rob a bank, but he gets convinced to take out a loan instead. <laughs> so I imagine that like salesperson must have been like they must they should have gotten a raise because how how did they get a robber to somehow fill out a loan application? That's like that's just that's incredible. That's some I used to I used to do loans. I used to be the the rep and you know dealing with loans and and then you know they you could, they got to come in and out because they don't have the right paperwork and all this stuff and it's a whole process so for them to get this man to take out a loan they, they must have the gift of gab they're 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 a salesperson all right number 25 man tries armed robbery with knife in a gun store i mean <laughs> don't bring a knife to a to what is it don't bring a knife to a a gunfight like again pay attention to what you're doing stop look around you're going into a gun shop dude like why are you trying to rob them think for a second all right so yeah that's it it was just gonna i just wanted to do a quick like more lighthearted episode um hopefully you found it a little amusing i found it amusing um obviously it's all like i'm being sarcastic in some of it don't go and rob anything don't you know commit the crimes or whatever like be i'm just uh, you know like be smart and you know don't just i'm not condoning crimes you guys okay don't say that i told you to do it that's all all right so yeah that's about it i guess next time i'll do an actual uh murder um so yeah so thanks for listening and i'll talk to you soon